ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Uh, welcome to one of our performance management community of practice events, or PMCOP for short. Now, I kicked these off at the beginning of the year uh, because um, my uh, kind of uh, geeky side is uh, performance management. Um, and uh, uh, given what Nervy Giants do, we help um, businesses. Oh, sorry, I'm Roger Longdon, by the way. <laughs> I'm the founder of Derby Giants. Um, we help businesses re-engineer their approach to performance management. And for each and every business that we can help uh, either get rid of annual appraisals or, or never have a need to have annual appraisals, that's, uh, in a very sad way, another notch on my bedpost. So uh, but that's, uh, that's a different story. Um, so I love stories about businesses that have really got to grips with this and done something genuinely innovative with performance because I think this is a great way and you know a good story is always a great way of learning and hearing about how things uh, could be done differently and uh, this is where Tim comes in because how did we meet Tim? I can't remember what was the connection? I think you started me on LinkedIn did I, start? I think that's I think what it was <laughs> God loves to try it. There will be, be a mutual connection somewhere. It might be yeah. Sam Netherwood, actually. Oh, yes. He's coming over to say, uh, yes. network, yeah. Yes, yes, because Sam. Sam did what you're doing tonight yes. a few months ago for us. Yes, indeed. Um, and, uh, 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 and yeah, so I, Tim was recommended to me to say, you need to speak to this guy because he's done some amazing work that this guy did. We had a chat, and, yeah, I, 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 was, I was really uh, uh, taken with the story and thought, We've got to share this, hence this evening. So, uh, we've actually got some uh, people that have joined us online because not everybody uh, uh, can be with us tonight. We have people from quite far afield. So, good evening to you all, and we hope uh, you, you enjoy this. Um, we will be recording this this evening as well. Uh, so, uh, if you want to share it with your colleagues or whatever, the, the download link for the podcast will come out in the next couple of days. We also have put together a summary sheet of the three main principal takeaways that Tim's going to give you this evening, and you can get it from that URL up there, okay? And, you know, that's our Twitter address, so feel free to tweet about, uh, about this evening if, you, uh, if you'd love to. So, without further ado, I'm going to crack on. So, good evening, Tim. Good evening, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good work out to take on, because of course, ah, there we go. There's the thing. Technology never works when you need it. Yeah, never, never. Right. So, I'm going to start off with a question. So, do you want to uh, just tell us a bit about yourself, Tim, and uh, what your background is? Yeah, sure. So, I'm Tim Roberts, I'm the uh, L&D partner of Misguided. Uh, probably got a slightly different background to perhaps a lot of people in the room who kind of work in L&D or the HR environment, shall we say, most of my career has been spent more in operational management roles, uh, had different leadership experience for more than 15 years. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not as old as I look, but I have been managing people for a long time. Uh, and that was always kind of more customer, perhaps service-focused roles. And then moving to L&D six years ago, if I've got my dates right, um, and my L&D experience has seen me take on different roles from training academy manager role which was more about kind of the operation side of it mm. and then moving more into I guess where I specialise around 
leadership development, talent development, creating that L&D strategy, really kind of engaging, partnering with the business. And that's very much my role at Misguided. So I'm responsible for the end-to-end L&D strategy at Misguided. And a big focus for me is very much delivering the products. I'm a big believer if you work in L&D, that credibility comes from actually being able to stand on your own two feet and deliver that. Uh, not exclusively, we need support, we need a team. However, I think that's what really engages with the business. And, and as part of that, I'm glad you introduced yourself as a bit of a geek. And we've got we've got a nerd at the bar, Cash, who I was just talking to. So that makes three of us, because, yeah, I, I am a bit of a geek, both about L&D and very much around performance management, because I think it's something that some organisations fall into a trap of doing what they've always done. And maybe um, you'll get used to the way I saw, but some organisations haven't got the balls to do what is really actually needed and give the managers and the colleagues the environment and the tools that they really need to drive performance. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the appeals to me when I joined Misguided just over a year ago, was that opportunity to create that whole aspect of performance management. Okay. Just go back to a point you, you mentioned a little bit earlier on in that, was um, you said that you've done quite a lot of uh, operation roles mm-hmm. and management roles. So you've not always been in L&D. How did you find that that, operational management experience uh, helped or perhaps hindered in your, in your transition across L&D? It was probably a bit of a relief to go into the L&D and perhaps start sharing how to do things, shall we say. Uh, I think it's helped massively. I think it helps, particularly when you're coaching or delivering training for leaders, because I think you can share some of your experiences. So I've got a lot of grey hair, I've been punched, mm. all sorts of stuff with that management career. It was a lady who punched me, wasn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Probably tells you a lot about where I'm from. Um, yeah, it helps because I think it helped me both. Uh, writing an L&D strategy came quite natural because I had to write strategies. I had to create, manage budgets that were very much on the front line rather than here's an investment pot from the business for L&D. That was about making money or delivering something on budget. And I think it also helps me understand the challenges that managers have. Yeah. And I think understand the appetite or lack of in terms of for learning from colleagues who are perhaps in the job that they've done for 20 years, two years, whatever it might be. So yeah, I, whenever I talk to people about that, I would encourage them to try and get that kind of management experience mm-hmm. because that's ultimately what, what, what your aim in L&D is to improve that, to develop it. So if you've been there and done it, I'm not saying I was the best manager in the world. However, that experience helps you to really relate to the people that you want to take part in your products ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess if you've been there, seen it and done it, you get a bit more credibility and perhaps a listen to maybe. Yeah, I think it helps you to build the empathy and compassion that's needed because I think one of the big challenges when you're talking to a lot of leaders in organisations, whatever organisation that is, often the response you get is, well, I've done this for so long, you can't teach me anything kind of thing. <laughs> Actually, if you know that that's coming, it helps you to deal with that. And I think market it in a way that shows the problems that it will solve for them rather than possibly going down the route of i'm the expert because i've got an hr badge or this that and the other and i'm just giving you something yeah. actually these are the problems that helps 